Welcome to the Amore Magazine podcast here on amoremagazine.com. On this episode, I talked to Will Anderson, lead singer of the band Parachute. Their sophomore album, The Way It Was, is currently available on iTunes. Their new single, Kiss Me Slowly, co-written by Dave Haywood and Charles Kelly of Lady Antebellum, is currently on rotation on radio stations across the U.S., Here's my interview with Will Anderson of the band Parachute. So your uh, sophomore album, The Way It Was, uh, it was just released in May. And was that a harder album for you guys, you know, based on certain expectations coming out of your um, your debut album, Losing Sleep? Um, it was just different, I think. I don't know if it was easier or harder. Um, it was easier in the sense that it, uh, it, it just seemed like we had, we'd set aside the time to do it. And, and unlike last time we were in school, we were doing it. So um, it just seemed like it, it was... It was easy in the sense that that's all we had to concentrate on. And then um, I think it was harder in the sense of writing the songs. You know, it was a short amount of time to, to write the tunes, and luckily I was able to do it, and, and I think we're really happy with them. But I think it kind of went both ways. Yeah, so there was a little bit more uh, restriction in, in, in your sophomore album? Um, I think time-wise, yes, but I think that was actually a good thing. Um, I think we work better under pressure and when you have a time limit. And, uh almost almost like somebody's telling you, all right, we need the, the record done by this time. I think that, that helps us focus a little more and, and realize what we want to do and get it done. Yeah. Is there one song off the album that's that's your favorite to either have written, recorded, or, you know, to play live? Um, I think I think Forever and Always, the song, it, you know, it's really sad. And, and it's probably the best song I've ever written as a whole. Um, I'm really proud of that one. And I'm lucky it came to me, but uh, I think yeah, I think there are a lot of songs. It, it kind of varies every week, but I think there are a lot of songs that I listen to and I say, okay, I, I would show this to anybody and be really proud of it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, and then the uh, the single off the um, off the album, "Kiss Me Slowly," it was it just hit the uh, top twenty on the Hot AC, um, and it was co-written by Dave, Dave Haywood and Charles Kelly of Lady Antebellum. So how was it working with those guys and, and uh, recording with those guys? It's great. I mean, they're, they're friends of mine from Nashville, and we had a lot of fun writing that weekend. And we did it because I was just hanging out, and they were on the road, and they called and asked someone to hang and, and come write for a little bit. And I was lucky enough to have the time to do it. And we didn't ex- go in there with any expectations about we're writing a song for Parachute or anything like that, but we did write a song that we loved, and we kind of took it. So it, it's fun to work with them, and... You know, they're, I'd say, some of the best songwriters right now, period, no matter what genre. Um, so to get a chance to write with them and see how they work was really fun. But at, at the same time, just getting to, to hang out with my friends and write a good song was uh, great. It was yeah. just a great weekend all well. Yeah. Um, and how long did the album take to, to write and record, the whole process? Um, I started writing in February while we were uh, in Europe with Kelly Clarkson. We were there with the, her until mid-March, I think. I don't remember exactly. And then um, kept writing through there. Went on tour again to, in April and May, and then really just kind of sat down in June and, and July, uh, that, that month and a half, and, and took the time to write. And then we recorded in July and August out in L.A. So went back um, in December and finished it up, but for the most part it was done in that big chunk of time. So all told, it took a good... You know, seven months yeah. writing to finish, but we were also cheering in that time, and I'd say over like the total time it took was probably three months, three or four months. 
Okay. And I know you play the piano and the guitar, so um, which do you like better, and how do you decide you know, what instrument to, to use when, when you start um, writing or recording? It's just kind of whatever you mess around on. I, I, I like both of them for different reasons. Um, I, I think piano is a little more versatile, but I think guitar is, I don't know, it, I, I love both, and, and I'm lucky enough to get to play both. So I think for writing purposes, whatever one you sit down at and the yeah, idea comes to you, that's kind of what you finish it on. And I'll go back and forth between the two, but... Yeah. Often the, the instrument you play it on will uh, dictate what the song's going to be, so I generally try to stick with the same one. Yeah. Um, in the video for the single Kiss Me Slowly, how did the concept come about, and was that something you know that, that you guys came up with after the, the song was written, or was it something you had in your head while you were writing or, or recording the song? Uh, that one we just did on our own with a friend of ours. Um, we had a very small budget, and we wanted to keep it small, and, and we decided to keep it simple. And it's really, it, it was really like just we had an afternoon off and kind of brought our friend out and said, let's, let's just shoot this and give a little visual to something that, um, something that a song that we love and, and, and want the kids to know. So um, we were really excited about it. I, I think we, we literally shot it all on our own. We were powering the lights out of our van. It was a true do-it-yourself project. So to come up with something that a lot of kids or a lot of fans I had no idea that we shot on such a small budget. It, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We just, I think keep it simple with the name of the game with Uh And you just wrapped up touring with Katie Vogel, and soon you guys will be on tour with OAR. So what's the best and worst thing about touring, and is there any particular city or venue you're you're most looking forward to uh, to playing or, or have played? Um, I think the worst part of touring is just, it's just yeah, it's, just, it's a lot of traveling, a lot of driving, a lot of flying, and it sounds awesome, and it is. It's, it's the best job ever, but um, that can get a little old sometimes when you don't really have anything to do. A lot of reading and a lot of music listening. Um, but that is probably the, the least favorite part, but the best part is going to play the show every night. I, I think that's the point, is that you put up a lot of extra stuff to get the chance to go on stage for an hour every night. Um, I think we're just really excited about that. And I think with the OAR, we're pumped to play all this. We love Spokane, Washington, Excited to play the Fillmore and San Francisco again, and House of Blues on Sunset in Los Angeles. I think I, we're just it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of touring, uh, you guys a few years ago I played New Year's Eve in Times Square. So is that still your 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 favorite live performance or most memorable performance? No, I mean it was fun. It was cool and surreal, but it wasn't really a performance in that everything on New Year's is fake. You know, the only thing that's really real is, is singing. Um. So it, it wasn't really performance. It was cool to be up there and hear your song playing and be singing along with it, but it wasn't necessarily a performance. I think the best one, I don't know, just playing Wembley in London was a big, big deal for us. One of my top five places of all time. And uh, I think that was a great one, but the more we play, the more fun it gets, and it just feels like we're having a great time now, even just playing these small clubs. Yeah. I, mean, I think each night is a little different, and we find it really quick as a, as a live show. Yeah, and a couple of years ago, um, your songs were featured on Nivea ads, and as well as the shows One Tree Hill, 90210, and Vampire Diaries. So does having your, your music on these shows or in these commercials um, expose expose your music to a whole new fan base, and have you gotten a lot of reception from people who have said, you know, oh, I heard you, or I heard that song on the show, and I want to know who that band is? Yeah, I think, I think it's cool to have that connection and, and put it out there in that way. We're all about making any kind of connection you can. 
regardless of what it is, with the music, as long as you can get that in people's ears, I think I think you have a, we have a good shot at making them a fan. So, yeah, to have a TV show or, or a movie or something be that opportunity, then we're happy with it. And, and people definitely come up to us that I heard it here, I heard it here. And we're always excited about it. Yeah, um, and She Is Love off your debut album, um, Losing Sleep. It peaked at number 66 on the Billboard Hot 100. And you said at the time, I think it definitely reflects what I was thinking at the time, which is that I needed something that I could sing in front of a room full of girls. So looking back, have have you accomplished that many times since then? Um, yeah, I think every album's got to have that ballad on there for the ladies. That's generally my rule of thumb. Um, and yeah, I think I, I think she is what was that for us. And it turned out to be a single, too, which we weren't expecting, but um, we were happy with it, and, and it's fun to see that. So. Yeah. Okay, uh, who's your celebrity crush and why? Oh, man. Um, January Jones from Mad Men. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I think that's the first time I've ever gotten her as a celebrity crush. <laughs> Even though, And we still don't know who the uh, father is of her baby, so we've got to find that out. Um, no, no, it could be me. <laughs> yeah, it could be, see? <laughs> Maybe we have an exclusive. All right, uh, and what's the craziest thing a fan's ever said or, or done um, done for you? Someone gave us a, uh, a, a dead baby shark. Okay. Star from Almahide. So I think that's probably the weirdest thing we've ever gotten. All right. And uh, when writing about love, have any of your ex-girlfriends contacted you, um, you know, since, since then, saying that, wait a minute, that's me, you know, that, that you're writing about in that song? And is that tough to, to, <laughs> to be able to, you know, reflect on something and not have it maybe, you know, offend her or whatever? Um. I I usually tell the person it's a song about them. So I'll generally contact them and say, just a heads up, so you're not wondering. And um, I know that a few people like Kiss Me Slowly on your single, they definitely know. Um, yeah, it just depends on, on, on the song, because often they're not about somebody. But if they are, then I'll generally try to tell them. Yeah, and usually they're they're good about it when, when you let them know? Yeah, it's, ne- it's never too... I think usually they're pretty flattered rather than annoyed. I mean, you can you can have a song right about you and, and do that, and it kind of sucks, I guess. But yeah. I if it's a good song, I'll try to tell them, and they're usually flattered. Um, and last question, what's one guilty pleasure song or artist that you have on your iPod right now? Oh, nothing guilty about it, but the New Honest thing was awesome. Two to one. Okay. There's, there's literally no guilt involved, but some people would be like, why are you listening to that? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time to do this, Will, and best of luck with uh, the tour, the album, and uh, I know you'll have, continue to have great success. So much. That was Will Anderson, lead singer of the band Parachute. To check out more on Parachute, you can visit their website, weareparachute.com. Until next time, this is the Amore Magazine podcast here on amoremagazine.com. <laughs>